0: straw hut media
1: he looks frozen
0: yeah he might be frozen frozen on my end too otherwise he's very like statue. (laughs) (laughs) there he is he's not frozen (laughs) frozen. (laughs) we were making fun of you
1: (laughs) from straw hut media this is brandy glanville unfiltered
0: to Brandy Glenville unfiltered I'm, I'm here and I'm unfiltered today I do have a ring light on but I don't have highlighter I have just a titch a blush a little bit of lipstick and concealer nothing else no other stuff I'll show you she's bring, bringing it in <laughs> bringing it in people and I as Ryan knows did burn my face off in December and I'm still don't feel my left side of my face so that's good since my divorce, my skin has been the bane of my existence. Honestly, you can read about it in drinking and tweeting, or you can get the audio version and fucking hear about it. And then you can suck a dick and stick it wherever the fuck it hurts the most.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> yeah. I cried this morning. Oh, I don't, gosh. I already, like, the world is dying alone from COVID in hospitals. My best friend has pancreatic cancer. I, Actually, my manager emailed me a great interview. You look great. Then I get a Google alert for Daily Mail saying how crazy I am. Yeah, guess what? I have changed in 10 years because I'm 10 years older. I'm not on the divorce diet of 112 pounds at 5'10 anymore. And things aren't what they used to be. I'm sorry. And yes, I did burn my face off, and it is my fault. And I'm, I'm paint like I did not move. I had white cream on my face three months ryan knows i didn't move from my couch i canceled all recordings i refused to zoom with anyone um and it's been fucking horrible honestly but thank you for making me feel even worse daily mail you're awesome sometimes i like you just not today we we don't attack people's looks we just don't do it it's just not the time for that
1: I know. Yeah. Like, seriously. Come on. Everyone's already down. Like, uh, yeah, it's so fucked up. My mental
0: health is a serious issue anyway. So, you know, I mean, I put myself out there to be judged and I get that. It's just not the time for it beeps. Yeah. And never about your looks like it's so fucked up. Anyway, right. Had a genius idea. Oh,
1: yeah. You were saying, what is it? Tell me. <sighs>
0: okay. And I have no idea if I can legally do this. But
1: I can't wait. I love it even more now. Okay,
0: well, because we have to keep, you know, the blonde and blonder with Kim Richards and myself. Yeah, I wrote the stage. um, I wrote the whole thing um, and I paid for the whole thing. (laughs) And Kim isn't answering our calls to see if she's still in. So I thought, how genius would it be to have Anne Heche play Kim Richards? She would be acting like she was kim because there's so much like anyway but she would be kim
1: and would probably and she have, would have a, a script and yeah and would probably have a lot of fun
0: i, I already pitched it they loved it <laughs> Oh, really now we just got to get a hold of legal and kim i said well you're gonna have to pay her so come on yeah. i mean we're getting paid so i just don't we, like where in the world is kim richards but yeah. i mean i think that ann would make a perfect kim if kim can't make it, it.
1: would be so good uh, speaking of your episode of Ann's podcast, Better Together, dropped today, Thursday. Oh, nice. Thursday, even though everyone's listening right now on Friday, and um, I had a I had a call with them this morning, and they are really serious about this dating thing. So we need. To I do- want to do it. <laughs> so
0: could you imagine? Fuck.
1: So we need. Kristen is going to help you find.
0: Kristen's going to take all the men for me and Ann. <laughs>
1: oh but she's but she's
0: married i know but she's hot
1: she's married and then and heather's gonna help Anne, and then i'm gonna somehow secretly film this (laughs) can
0: you secretly yeah well we'd have to let them know
1: at least after it somehow at some point we'd have to let them know or
0: like make them think they're there for like a casting and then ann and i will just hit on them what no, yes you gotta, no
1: it's gotta be a double date you
0: guys i know i know that's gonna be it's gonna be one and done because we're gonna be dead at the end
1: <laughs> once everyone's vaccinated right where everyone's fine yeah. we're good we're no we're uh, good. no no
0: i didn't mean dead from covid i just oh, meant, no no yeah. between and my i crazy <laughs> it's gonna be something else <laughs> oh,
1: anyway, my lord you'll yeah i'm in yeah. okay cool yeah and then you know you guys do that, and then Anne does the and plays Kim. I mean, I can't. I wait. think that would be
0: great. I honestly could not think of a better person to play Kim Richards.
1: I think you're right. I think you're
0: right. And she would be so. I know blessed. that. Yeah, I we we can't find Kim. So I, what is that about? I just don't understand. Half don't
1: the live we did the Facebook Live yesterday, and half the questions were like, "Have you? Told Where's Kim? Kim? Where's Kim? Where yeah. in the world is
0: Kim? I don't know. I mean, like she goes off the grid on occasion." But never for this long and say, yeah. without a reason. I mean, actually, she goes off the grid without a reason all the time. Okay. Like, you know, we're all in our heads like over COVID or maybe her son's home or something. But this is like a long and aggressive time. And I needed even my manager can't get a hold of her. And they're like really good friends. And so... even,
1: even Kyle. Kyle has no idea.
0: Nope. It's so weird. I mean, we know she's alive and fine. Oh, you know, okay. I mean, okay. I'm sure because they check in through the kids. But OK. You know, okay. I don't, I don't know. I personally haven't, I only have checked with Kyle and she doesn't know. So I'm sure that somebody, somebody somewhere knows. I usually know. I'm usually that person.
1: Jeez. Okay. Wow. All righty.
0: Well, today we have my friend, my good old boy. Uh, why did you laugh?
1: I just think my good old boy is funny. <laughs>
0: Isn't that from Dukes of Hazard?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I've never watched Dukes of Hazard.
0: He's not actually my good old boy because I've only met him once, but we had a really good interview when he did, and we were in person, so I'm really excited to catch up. It's been five years, so let's get Mr. Steve, daytime milky, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Steve Wilkos, daytime phenomenon, millionaire personality. Woo! Hello, old friend. How are you?
2: I'm, good. I'm
0: really good. Oh, I thought you were going to say I'm really old. like well
2: i'm getting i'm getting there too
0: (laughs) i mean but you have been on the air for 14 fucking years that is a lot of money
2: well i mean you know the first few years nbc they could they put the big squeeze on me because it was like oh you know we're giving you this chance to have your own show and so like the first couple years i mean compared to the regular person i made good money but I mean, they really, for the first five or six years, really got me on the low end of salary.
0: That's bullshit, because usually right around, like, they know what they have, right? If you're on for five or six years, I mean, the ratings are
2: good. It's not like Drew Barrymore, who, you know, they just gave a show to. I'm sure, like her, Kelly Clarkson, when they first got their show, you know, I'm sure they made a good buck right off the bat. I mean, especially Drew Barrymore, she's a big movie star. But me, I was, you know, I was a cop they gave a show to, so know they got me on the cheap but you know for the last i'd say six to eight years i've i have no complaints about what i make
0: well that's good i'm jealous very very jealous i always like say yes to the first like when they when they're offering me something like yes i'll do it (laughs) i'm the worst negotiator of all time the worst
2: so you
0: Um, know
2: i mean obviously you feel i i just feel blessed that you know i I could be retiring as a cop, right? And making $75,000 a year. So uh, I'm very fortunate. Plus, you know, you got to remember my wife is my executive producer. So she's making a good buck too. So together, you know, in the big scheme of life, we're doing really well.
0: Well, that's great. I mean, I'm happy for you. I'm jealous as well. But how you you,
2: you (laughs) probably are worth 10 times when I'm worth.
0: No, (laughs) I I wish. Um, How has your show worked during COVID though?
2: You know, probably like every show, it's it's a challenge uh, on so many different levels because, one, obviously, we don't have an audience. And we had to work around that. We had to do a lot of VCCs where you're talking through somebody, you know, through a screen. Um, but then NBC, we were only allowed to bring in guests uh, within a certain mile radius because we couldn't fly people in. So yeah. either guests had to, like, drive themselves to come to our show <laughs> to take a lie detector test, which – what the hell, man? I would never do that. Like, oh, yeah, I'll drive five hours to go to the Steve Wilco show. So we were very limited with our guests, no audience. Um, dealing with COVID, like this morning, I had to go get COVID tested. My wife, everybody that's in the studio were, were, were being COVID tested. So, it, you know, it's it had a lot of challenges. We were very fortunate. Our ratings really have kind of uh, stayed the same when we had really good periods, when we had sweeps and everything, so... We actually, I'm surprised we did quite well with it. But like everybody else, um, I just found out I'm going to start taping my 15th season on September 14th. Congrats. Thank you. And we're hoping by then we have an audience again. Because even though the production day goes much faster and smoother without an audience, because you don't have to load audience in, you don't have to load audience out, you just boom, 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 you do the stories but it's not the same. It's like yeah. you're, you're doing the show in your basement with nobody there. And right.
0: they, I mean the audience is part of your show. Right.
2: Because you know, when there's a dramatic moment, a uh, lie detector, somebody fails, or you cut to the audience, mm-hmm. and there's all this ooh and an ah and a reaction and 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 even the energy when people are really pumped into the show, it gets me pumped, you know. So now you're just there's I'm making jokes to six cameramen <laughs> in the, you know, in the audience. So not the same.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, I get it, but especially on your show, people really like to get physical and touch each other. So yeah. I was wondering, like, how COVID was like, I'm like, how are they going to pull well, each other's hair? Well, no, like
2: my security guards, when they go up to, like, break up these confrontations, you know, they got the mask on, they got the shield on, and I'm like, oh, it's just, <laughs> you know.
0: No, it's but it's, you know, it's a real thing. It's scary. I think a lot of these, sh- I feel like as somebody who is a couch potato right now, I'm watching shows that I've never watched before and we're running out of content. So, oh. I mean, seriously, I'm like watching all well, these shows. and like,
2: like yeah. you, you probably watch shows that you never in a million years would have watched, right? And like... Yes. But, and here's like a crazy thing. Me and my wife were watching a show called Industry on HBO. It's about these young people that joined some financial corporation and we get through like six episodes and then HBO took it off. So like, we can't watch it. Like, we're, where'd to go?
0: I've <laughs> actually gotten to the point where I've, I started to watch a show and I realized I'd already watched it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this looks good. And then like it, like 45 minutes into it, I'm yeah. like, fuck, I've already yeah. watched it. Like I have nothing left to watch. That's, and I want the seasons to come back. And well, ugh, that's the other
2: thing. You, you start watching all these shows during COVID and, you know, you're watching, like, 15 different series. And then, like, then you see it on Netflix, and you're like, is that the new season, or do we see <laughs> that already? And, like, you actually got to keep, like, a chart, like, when's going to come out again? and Because then you forget about shows that you watched, and there's another season. And But I'll tell you one show I'm super disappointed in is Shameless. Me and my wife have watched that show from season one on, and, and last night we just started the last season, and – you know, that's a show that, like, the main star left. I forgot what her name was. Um, but now, uh, Emily Rawson, she left the show. Yes,
0: yes, yes. I was trying to but think of it myself. great.
2: And, you know, now it's like, and I get it. I'm not criticizing everybody. But, but, you know, for us as fans, we're watching the show, and it's like, everybody said, okay, let's do one more year, and let's get one more year of paychecks. And the writers, <laughs> like, you know, because we watched the first episode of the last season last night, and I'm like, they're just, okay, this is a year of like, let's get one more year of paychecks because it sucks.
0: Oh, I hate that. And like, well, I feel like everyone should be like Seinfeld and go out on top, go out when you're good and people are going to have not be like the Game of Thrones. I I never watched. I never wanted to watch. I thought it looked really stupid. Then I watched it because <laughs> I had you're, nothing else to do. <laughs> straight to us. We never watched it, and then we
2: watched it, and we binge-watched the whole thing, you know?
0: Yes, and I was obsessed. I was like, I thought I was going to hate it. Everyone was always talking about it. I'm like, that's you guys, I have a life. I don't want to watch a show. And then the last episode, I was so disappointed, and I was like, I mean, I guess no matter what, just because it ended, I was disappointed, because what else was I going to
2: watch? The ending was so stupid. They give the, the weakest guy in the world to make him king. I mean, like, come on. But I'll tell you how bad it is, Brandy. I watched Bridgerton with my wife. That goofy <laughs> woman show. And I was like, trying to be a good husband. And then I'm like, and I and my wife's like, there'll be a season 2 and I go, I can't do it. I'm out, man. Like It was, was yeah. Like, out, it
0: yeah. was definitely like I like dude shows. I'm more of a like I'm watching this show right now called Wanted. It's about corrupt cops. I love that. Not I don't want cops to be corrupt, but I just like those kind of shows when my friends are like, you have to watch Bridgerton. And I'm like, well, there's a hot guy on it, but that's about the that's only thing that interests me.
2: By the way, if you like yeah. a, sh- a great show, it's with uh, Tim- Timothy uh, Oliphant. I don't know if I'm his name right, but he was on The Office. He was on some other shows but it's called justified and it was on like fx i think never watched it we watched it on netflix or whatever it's on and it is he's a us marshal and it's just phenomenal it's just a great series and it's easy you don't have to think too much and it's just really cool he's a badass so that might be one you want to check out
0: i just wrote it down i <laughs> like i literally need like i'm asking my friends and they're like oh i'm like I already watched it already watched it already watched it i mean yeah it's hard because I don't have like a yard. Um, I'm going to like, I live in a condo, so I can't, it's just like, I swear I go from my bed to my couch and to the grocery store for my kids. Cause they're pigs. And yeah. that is my life.
2: Yeah. You just have to watch some stuff that you, like you said, in normal times you would never watch. Right. Like it's just and TV is, you know, like I listen, I'm in a TV industry. I want people to watch TV, but like, there's only so much you can watch. And like, I really did make it a point now where I'm like, I, I I always read, but I I said I told my wife we need to shut it down and go to bed yeah. and play in bed and read and and even now like the weather here in Connecticut's changing. We got a beautiful day again today, and like yesterday, early evening we went out, and we played tennis, me, and my daughter, her boyfriend, and it just because you got to get out, you got to do things. You just yeah. can't like you said be a couch potato. It's like you know, you got to be constructive during this time, too. I know it's hard, but you have to try.
0: No, I mean, sometimes I just go out and I get in my car and I drive like I just yeah. need like a change of scenery and I don't have anywhere to go, <laughs> but I go up to Maholland and I go really fast and it. I open my sunroof and I'm like,
2: well, OK, life isn't over. <laughs> don't, huh? do don't do a tiger. A tiger. No. <laughs> what? I don't Please, even know what that is. Up tire woods where you say Oh you God, no, no. Oh God, I
0: didn't hear that. Oh God, no. I I can drive a mahola with my eyes shut because my PO box is up there. So I'm on it every day. And when I get behind someone that goes it's like really slow, I have the worst road rage. Like I will honk <laughs> until they pull over. And my kids will look at me and I have two teenage boys um, and they're like, was that really necessary, mom? I'm like, yes, it fucking was. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, my, my son, my, one of my sons is very mellow and he he went to get his license two times now and he failed. And it's because, and I said, you're worried about my driving. You can't even pass the fucking test. <laughs> and I just like to get where I'm going. And I just, I just like to go and not be breaking the whole time. It just drives me nuts.
2: Well, it's my son. I got six. He's got to be 16 and I can't wait till he gets his license. Cause like She's got this girlfriend that lives like a half hour away, and then like I drive there to drop him off. There's a half hour, then a half hour back home. Then I gotta go back a few hours later, drive half hour. I'm like, I can't wait to get a license. You can just drive yourself and just go.
0: But don't you feel like I will? I already have anxiety if he's out on the road and he's very distracted very easily. I am going to be taking Xanax all day long. <laughs> I really will. Like I like I'm I'm so happy with him. Well, he was back before COVID using my Uber account. It just made me feel like, all right, he's not out there. He look, he was driving and I was driving with him. And he was like, Oh mom, well, look, there's like I've never heard of a Chinese bakery. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking it, 10 and 2, 10 and 2. Yeah. As we slide over, like into the other lane. And I'm just like, and he failed his test because he didn't turn into the left lane. To make a left turn.
2: Oh, well, that's bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, I just made one critical error. I'm like, oh, my
2: God. <laughs> one critical error.
0: <laughs> I didn't, uh, want, he didn't want to tell me what it was. He's like, I don't think you practice that with me. I'm like, child. No, but that's like
2: but. the last string of freedom I'm going to, like, I, I need to cut, and then I'll have freedom with not have being a chauffeur anymore. Because, you know, my daughter, she's 18 now, and she's actually coming out to California in the fall for college. So I won't have to worry about her anymore. I mean. You always worry.
0: You're still going to worry. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Especially a woman, you know, my little girl, but, um, well, my son, you know, he's, he's a bulldog. I mean, he'll be fine. Even if he crashes, he'll be okay.
0: (laughs) I just, it's just, it's very frightening. Like my, my younger one, who's going to be 14 in two weeks really. Oh, Jesus. I haven't gotten him anything yet. Um, (laughs) he's got like great hand eye coordination. He plays basketball. He's just like, he's like. A dude, like a little athlete, like he could do anything. Mason to this day will walk into a wall, like bump into it. I'm like, we've lived here for two years, you know where the walls are. So I'm you want you want to hear
2: the funniest story. You talk about you're in your house for two years and you didn't realize the wall was there. So we're on vacation one time and we're at this place and they have an outdoor foosball table. This is about three years ago. And my son, we're, you know, we're me and my wife were playing. My daughter and my son were playing foosball. And my son's like, really get into it. He's super competitive. He goes, dad, we need a foosball table in our house. And I go, there's one right outside your bedroom, <laughs> about five feet from your, your bedroom door. I go, you, know, like, you have one already, you know? So it's like, that. The boys are like, you
0: know. Boys are just, I, they're simple creatures. They just don't see shit. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not buying that. I already bought that. Like, exactly. it's, they, and they can't find anything and it's right in front of them. And I'm like, if I go into that room and I find it, I'm taking your phone away. Well, I never take it away, but I'm just like, I come out and I'm like, here it is. It's just, I'm like, how are you going to get through your days when you go to college next September, well, if they yeah, but, can go? Well, and that's,
2: and that's a great point because like the other day, you know, like I said, the weather started to turn my son was going to ride his bike to his friend's house. And my wife's like, can you put Aaron in Jack's tires? And I go he's going to be 16. He can't <laughs> put air in his old tires. I'm like, I probably knew I was six years old. I knew how to put right. air in tires because if I didn't do it, there was nobody to do it. Like yeah, the men all worked. The, the woman didn't know how to do that back in the sixties and early seventies. So like, and then I think about like, you know, my wife has to know where our kids are all the time and she's tracking them on the phone. And I said, when I we lived right down the street from Wrigley Field, about a mile down where the Cubs play in Chicago.
1: And I was 10,
2: (laughs) and my daughter was, uh, my daughter, my sister was six, and we would leave our house and walk down the mile down Addison Street to the Cubs game, and we were gone all day. I was 10 years old. My sister was six. There was no way, you know, there was no cell phones or anything like that. There was no way to get a hold of us. Like my parents, we were gone from 11 in the morning. We were going to be back at four in the afternoon. And there was like, no way you were ever going to find us. No way, you know, there's no way my wife would ever let that happen. You know, I know.
0: I mean, those are the good old days. So I think that our kids, because they're so glued to their screens, they know they're very knowledgeable about everything and have an opinion about everything, but actually living life. They struggle like it. Literally, I was like, okay, because he's like, Mom, can I have a bagel? I'm like, you're 17. You can make a bagel. Mm. And so I walked him into the kitchen and I said, you cut it in half and you put it in the toaster. He started to put it in the microwave. I said, that's not the fucking toaster. (laughs) And he's like, well, how am I supposed to know? I'm like, you watch shows. People have toasters. You have to fucking know what a toaster is. It was like I get so frustrated.
2: Your face are buried in her foam. And I swear to God, if I, and I live in a very small town, if, if I dropped my son off, probably within four blocks of my house, he probably wouldn't know how to get home. Because
0: yeah, No. you get in the car,
2: it's, you know.
0: Yeah. My gonna- dad, oh my God. My son is who's driving. We're driving from his dad's house as we do every Sunday when I pick them up. He wanted to drive home and he's like, uh, which way do I go? I'm like, how? Many times have we driven this, like like thousands of times we've driven this. Yeah. And he's like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's really, look at it?
2: it's it's really a different world because even now we're flying down to Florida next week to look at the IMG Academy for sports for my son oh, nice. to go. And, uh, and he, my wife's son, OK, we're going to fly down to Florida. She's texting him. And all he's concerned about, are we having Chipotle for dinner? I'm like, <laughs> you might go to the top sports academy in the country and you're worried about if we're going to have Chipotle for dinner. I'm like, come on.
0: This, I, you got to love them. I'm so glad that I have boys because they're just simple creatures and I can tell them to fuck off or say <laughs> whatever. And people are like, um, aren't they upset? I'm like, no, like that's their favorite word as well, but they will not use it. They can. I hear them on their headphones. They clearly use the word, but not around me. I'm like, know your audience, people. And if you do that, I'm smacking it upside your head. So they're very respectful for me. But that is definitely their favorite word. Like my friends are like, oh my god. I'm like, they're teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. So
2: it's tough years. <laughs> teenagers are not my favorite. That's for sure.
0: So what's that, what, what does your um, son play? What sport is he?
2: He plays baseball. So, oh, he's, nice. uh, yeah, so he's on an elite team out here in Connecticut. And,
0: you know, we're looking
2: at uh, schools and he's in all these programs. He plays for the high school team. He's a very good ball player. And so, like this IMG in Florida, like it's top notch training and a lot of professional athletes come out of it. So, you know, it's just like if, and I played baseball when I was in high school, if my parents told me anything like that, I'd have been like, you know, tearing, burning house down. You know, I'm so excited. He's like, are we having Chipotle? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. Man.
0: I mean, my neighbor actually just got draft, well, got drafted uh, like six months ago to play uh, major leagues in New York. So what I don't sport? know what a uh, baseball. Oh, baseball! Yeah. So you know so, the Yankees or the Mets? Huh?
2: You don't know if it's the Yankees or the Mets?
0: I don't know. I told him I knew Johnny Damon. He got really excited. And I, who did Johnny play for? I don't. He I don't played for the
2: Royals, the A's, the Yankees, the Red Sox.
0: I, I really only pay attention to basketball. I'm not like I go to Dodger games to get the hot dogs, and they're not even that good. I just want to say I did it because I love hot dogs. But no, I mean I know that you love um, the Bears and the Cubs, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, very. But I love hot dogs too. <laughs> the Bears isn't. not there a thing on Saturday Night Live? The Bears, the Bears, or something. That was
2: uh, from Saturday Night Live, and they, you know, they make fun of Coach Dick uh, and the Bears. You know, so.
0: So, are you going to have, um, when do I get to come and co host your show with you?
2: When COVID's over.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, well, obviously, it will give me time to get on the treadmill and work out so I can beat some people up. <laughs> no, I really would. If I, I mean, if they signed a waiver, I would like kick them and.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, will you let Brandy beat your ass?
0: No, because I feel like, so I feel like, I was thinking about this the other day. Most of the daytime talk show hosts are women other than you, you and a couple other people. Yeah, and boy. most of the nighttime ones are men. Yeah. I feel like You yeah. need to mix it yeah. up. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Why isn't
2: that women aren't more successful on the late night? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember Joan Rivers had a show for a while, but uh, I don't think that lasted very long, but you're right. It's mostly women during the day. And, Men at night, yeah. I never really even thought about that, but you're 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 right.
0: Because I was thinking about you and like your how long your talk shows on. I'm like, okay, did Jerry Springer quit? I was trying to think of other male during the day, and then I was starting. Well, Kelly Clarkson and Ellen, and and I could name a hundred girls. And then I was thinking at night, I don't know any. I Think there's one really really late late night show with the girl. I don't know her name because I don't stay up past ten thirty, but um yeah no I just I was wondering I would feel like I was gonna go and make a me too movement and try to get my own show at night
2: <laughs> it's not a bad idea because you think so, like but there must be a reason for why they haven't explored that and again I know we probably had this conversation the last time I was with you out in LA you know why not give somebody like you a chance at a late night show or so because like the just uh, the mentality of retreads right like i just didn't get it like the same people over and over go like they brought simio hall back i'm like really and they brought ricky lake back and it's like what i mean there's no talent out there to give somebody else a shot at like a, a show so my my thing is it's like i i don't get it man i you know, they I mean, like to
0: use. They like to recycle. They like to use the same people. They, I, I feel like they think it's safe. Almost. Um, I like. I like change up. I really do, especially because I need a job. Um, well, of course. No, but I, <laughs> no. I was just. I was thinking. Um, I don't like all of the reboots. Everything's getting rebooted now. Like every show that's ever been made, and I don't want to. Didn't want to see them then. I don't want to see them now. It's I'm sorry. Le- I'd never watched Full House. It's,
2: it's lekker. Creativity, right? I mean, it is when you, when you it like, oh my god, I yesterday I I was we were waiting to go out and I just flipped it through the channels and you know they remade vacation and they made it with the the doofus from the office. Uh, he played Andy, uh, yeah,
0: I saw, I think I saw, I'm sure I saw I I Christine
2: Applegate, which I like Christine uh, Applegate a lot, yeah,
0: me too. Um,
2: but it just sucked like, why are you remaking a classic? I can understand maybe you, you're remaking a movie that didn't get made right the first time, but when right. shows that are made really good the first time, why are you remaking those? And you were, you know, back in the day, like Cape Fear was made with um, Robert I Mitchum. love that movie. Right. And then, you know, with Robert Mitchum in the fifties, then they remade it in the nineties with Robert De Niro and, uh, you know. Juliette
0: uh, Lewis. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. But you waited 40 years. Now they're making, remaking 10 years later. You know what I mean? Like, come on. It's
0: like two seasons ago and now we're we're doing a reboot. Yeah. I'm I'm like, like, ah. I know. I feel like there's, there's, and now I'm watching content that is um, in different languages. It's dubbed in English and it's horrible because I, I'm like, that's not what that person would look like. They don't match the person they're talking for, but I've really run out of shit to watch. Um, And I feel like,
2: and we watched that show money heist on netflix and it was good
0: i watched they, it but Love their
2: it. lips were kind of like off from what they were like they were speaking in english it right? was dubbed no yeah. they dubbed that and it looked terrible that- and it, like one season would have been enough like and then they brought it back and it. yeah ugh, ugh,
1: so it, you
0: know. i i looked up that producer there's so and i watched i watched all the things that he did alex pina you should look him up because he has some other good shows about drugs. I love shows about drugs. I don't know why. I just like the best I show like, I
2: thought was Narcos on Netflix when they talk. I couldn't get oh,
0: into that one. Oh my
2: god, that to me it was
0: phenomenal,
2: man. I couldn't. I I would lose nights of sleep because I would just binge watch them all.
0: Really? Um, okay, I'll try it again because that uh, one I just for some. Well, I have to try it because I have nothing else to try. That to me, point. that's
2: the best drug series ever on TV. I
0: I really liked Breaking Bad and then oh yeah. And then Kingdom or Wild Kingdom or some Kingdom show. It took place in Long Beach with the family. Yes, I yeah. love them. Yeah, I same. love all the boys yeah. and the mom, yeah. Ellen Barkin. And so, but like, that's
2: one, like, you got to write down, like, someday will that come back and will we get to watch it, you know?
0: It's coming back this summer.
2: Yeah, we love that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Ellen but Barkin, and now the- man,
2: she's so, like, I don't know how old she is, but she's got to be all the. I mean, she's sexy as hell, man. I, I agree. Mean, I was like,
0: damn.
2: She looks great, man.
0: I was like obsessed with her. I just thought she had such a great job. She like, well, she slithered around like just like yeah. super sexy at all times. And she's just a badass. Her,
2: like, a little creepy with her sons and grandson, but. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I know that was, uh, it's fine <laughs> though. I mean, but it's great it worked. Show. Yeah, yeah we, it definitely worked. Yeah. What else did I? I'm trying to think of what else I really loved. And that yeah, show was
2: called Animal Kingdom. And then we yeah. watched the show Kingdom, which was about uh, MMA, a uh, fighting family, and uh, and that was with Joe Jonas and um, the one guy is a big actor now. Uh, I forgot his Frank Grillo. Um, and that's really good too. And they were talking about is that going to come back? And I just saw an interview with him, and he's like, I don't, I don't know if it's going to come back. I don't think it will, but like so you yeah, had animal kingdom kingdom and then there's another kingdom that's like Game of know. Thrones, and i'm like how many i know i watched that one too and yeah. the guy
0: in it is so hot yeah. and i'm in love with him yeah. <laughs> I, I was like my son's like my son is like uh which one's your boyfriend on this one because i'm like that's my boyfriend that's my husband and he's like you're never gonna get one sitting on the couch all day i'm like well, you don't leave your room, so what about you?
2: So, so I'm curious. Do do you are you dating? Do you date people?
0: I mean, I like to have sex. I mean, most people do. Right. Um, I right now I'm not because how how do I do? I I, I do Skype dates and then I ghost well, them and block their but, number.
2: Well, but that's but that's why I wondered. Like with COVID, with your situation, like if you meet somebody, like do you quarantine with them before you have sex? Like what, what's the deal there?
0: I am dry. That's all I'll say. It's (laughs) been, it's been a while for me. And I'm like, almost, I got my first COVID vaccine. Um, I won the lottery. There's a lottery, whatever. So I get my second one on the fourth. And I think I'll feel more, I'm just a nervous Nelly. I think I'll feel like my, my ex-wife, every ex-boyfriend I've ever had is hitting me up: like, hey, yeah. come over. Like, you're safe. I'm safe. I'm like, right. I don't know what you've been doing for 20 yeah. years. Like, what are you talking well, about? No, but, it's no
2: joke either because, you know, uh, I don't know how old you are, but I'm 57 and I had the first vaccine. Well, I'm married, so I don't have to worry about sleeping with anybody. Yeah. But, you sure. know, I'm if. <laughs> She knows where I'm at all bad, time.
0: I, I mean, know. i just
2: playing a golf course. Golf course or I'm at the at the house. That's it. So
0: that's what my um, husband used to say. Oh, babe, I was just playing golf. But but, but look,
2: the, at, he was putting it, at, it in
0: the hole, putting it in the hole.
2: But look at it. Look at me. Nobody wants to sleep with me. Like, come on. Well, so it's like I'm lucky. My wife wants to sleep with me. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> you know, you this cold. And since we haven't talked in a while, but my wife had breast cancer last year and she was going through the whole chemo and she had double mastectomy. So we really had to be careful with her because when she was going through the chemo, her white blood cell counts dropped drastically. So if she would have got chemo, she'd have been really in big trouble. So we were very, very careful last year. Now she's done with chemo. She's done with her treatment. So she's now it's just, you know, you gotta hope it doesn't come back, but she's got it back. won't. Just just say it yeah. out
0: loud. It won't. Yeah. I'm really sorry to hear that. My best yeah. friend is just um, he's in the hospital in Florida with he he has pancreatic cancer and he just got diagnosed. And like it just sucks right now because we can't visit him. We can yeah. call him. He can't yeah. get flowers, there's no deliveries. Like he's literally in there alone. And, and it just speak? breaks my he's in his 40s. He's yeah. He's um my bet like my he's my other half he's my I say my gay husband but he's actually trans she's he's gonna be a woman at some point yeah um but it's just it's so I hate cancer I mean obviously everyone hates cancer but I mean having it during this time I could not imagine well
2: can you like so that's and 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 I want to speak about your friend too for a second but if my wife she found out in 2019 in October. She went and had her annual mammogram. But say she it didn't come that year. Say it would have came that last year. Well, last year with COVID, she probably wouldn't have had a mammogram. My wife had the worst kind of breast cancer, the fastest aggressive growing cancer you can have. If she would have not had a mammogram, she'd be a goner. Be dead. Bad. So I feel very fortunate that it happened in a year where people were still going to their annual checkups, annual mammograms, all these things. And... Like with your friend, like the thing about pancreatic cancer, because I had a cousin my age, well, 10 years ago, he got it six months, boom. That's
0: it. Yeah, it, I mean it is it's it's one of the deadliest. I mean, obviously, um,
2: yeah. cancers. Well, by the time they discover you have it, it's so widespread through your body. You know, yeah. that's the there's no symptoms for pancreatic cancer. And you think of a guy like Steve Jobs, who went in for an x-ray, and they saw a spot, and they caught it so early, but then he decided, I'm going to treat it holistically, and the guy died. And you wonder, like, if if I was Steve Jobs in that situation where, like, his pancreatic cancer, you know, and I'm sure emotionally you're torn up about this, there's very low survival rate on it. It's less than 5%. I
0: Uh, it's horrible i mean i just feel like the crazy thing with mark is he literally diagnosed himself his urine was changing color and he was looking online no we all look online we're like what's going on and he said his skin was itching like out of his body he walked into the er and they're like you're not going anywhere he's like i think it's either pancreatic cancer or something else and they're like okay okay everyone looks you got to stay away from google boom pancreatic cancer um he did have a surgery, a Whipple procedure. So they took out his gallbladder, his small intestine, his uh, something else, and put everything back together again. So I'm just trying to stay positive. It's just you know, it just sucks during COVID. I mean, you're right. And my sons, like their their doctor's visits that we normally do to get them ready for school, we're missing those because yeah. they don't want to go into a doctor's office. I like I have, I have Kaiser, so I have to go into the fucking hospital. To have a regular doctor's appointment and that's the last place i want to be so i'm just paying for insurance that i don't even use
2: yeah it's and it's the, 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 like you said with covid and with your friend my father-in-law passed away last year of covid and the same thing he Sorry. was in the hospital and nobody could visit him and he was all alone can you imagine at the end of your life like you know you have this good life and you, you raise your kids and you no, know, at the end you want to be surrounded by family, right? People you, you lucky, love. Yeah, yeah, of course. Say goodbye and everything, and to be surrounded by strangers that look like they're from outer space because they're all wearing these hazmat suits—that is just a horrible thing. And I, I do, I, I really feel sorry for you and your friend because being alone, going through something like that, is just has got to be the worst.
0: No, uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's doing the best. I mean, I'm on the phone with him pretty much all day. <laughs> um, we were watching shows together. So we're both just chilling, but, you know, I'm just going to stay positive, but I I feel like when I see people like walking around without their masks, like, you know, playing willy nilly, I want to punch. I wrote get away and on my mask. And then I wrote six feet with nail polish though. And then I was inhaling the fumes and I thought not so smart after I already, there's the only one I had. And then I wrote fuck off on one of them. It was, it's great because no one knows it's me so I can do it.
2: Yeah. There's two things, you know, I would like that I could run out now with the mask and I put a hat on. And most people don't know who I am. Once in a while, it's still surprising to people. I think, how did you know it was me? But, you know.
0: Of course, I mean, people know who you are. <laughs> but it
2: is nice to have. You've been on TV for 14 years. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, but, like not to be, well, people don't bother you, but it's nice just to go to Walgreens and not have to talk about the show, you know. But then yeah. the other thing is, like, I was going back to golf. We can only have one person per golf cart at our club because of COVID. Oh. And I love it. I don't want the no, like, <laughs> COVID's over. I don't want anybody in my golf cart. Stay away like, and get out.
0: But I told Ryan the only like when we first Ryan is my producer, I'm not a hugger. I don't like to hug people. I and my friends know it. So they hug me and then they hold on too long and I just drop my arms. I just don't want to hug people. <laughs> and like I'll get strangers in the market that I oh, just can I give you a hug? And I'm like. Yep, because you have to say yes or you're a dick. And so now that I have the mask on, no one wants to hug me. I'm very happy about it. I'm just yeah. not. Why well, are we yeah. hugging?
2: And then when when the mask thing's over, you should just say, "I'm sorry, I have
1: COVID." So you know.
0: no. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, "I'm extra careful." You know, I have some medical conditions. You might so, need so to just so stay back. You, so do you Barbie doll them? Barbie doll arm them?
2: You know, arm straight like,
0: I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. And like some people like to touch the whole body when they hug, I lean in. Plus I have two boys. And when they go to hug me, I don't want to be touching their crotch with my crotch. So I always lean in for the hug. I don't go. Straight but see, because
2: it's you creepy. Gotta remember, You're dealing it from a different angle than somebody like me. I'm this big bald old guy. You're a beautiful, blonde woman. Like people want to hug you though. Not it's only women
0: and gay men that want to hug me. It's all girls and gays. I don't get hot straight guys. I would fully be into hugging them.
2: A lot of people don't want to hug me so much. They, You know, it's the whole, let's take a selfie, let's take a picture thing, you know, and I do that. But, you know, and it's fine. Like, I don't care. But I would hate, like, if, like not so much ever since I got my own show, but when I was on a Springer show, We would always do this thing. Girls would come out of the audience and rub my head during segment six. (laughs)
0: And, you
2: know, it didn't bother me, but, like, it gets old after a while. And then, like, I'd be out in public. Like, guys would say, hey, Steve, can I rub your head? And I'm like, yeah, let me take my pants down. You can rub that one if you want. (laughs) Like, why would you? I mean, it's really intrusive. Why would you want to touch another man's head? I I don't get that. Like, I I mean, even if I was gay, I wouldn't want to rub another man's head.
0: Like, I don't, yeah, there? I mean, I don't yeah. think yeah. I'm mean, like, maybe, well, I remember when I was pregnant, I was not a nice person, but it was not my fault. I had like, people would come up to me and go to touch me. And yeah. I'm like, that is, would you do that? If I wasn't pregnant, I'd knock you out. Oh, exactly. and, so,
2: and, and, and it's yeah. a living being in you're like. Hey, man, don't be putting no curse on my baby or touching me. Or, I touch huh.
0: I, the one time I let this old lady in Ikea do it because she was old. She was really old. And I was like, oh, all right. But yeah. otherwise,
2: See, I was nice like, please, please don't. Yeah. No. People like, people like, hey, you know, I'll be like Dick sporting goods. And they're like, hey, we you say hi to my mom on the phone? And I'm like, no, man. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, you know, she's not here. I'm not saying hi to her. I don't know your mom. Sorry.
0: I'll do it. Like yesterday, I called my, my, one of my girlfriend's nephews. He's a fan. And she asked if I could call for his birthday. I was in the worst mood, but I'll do it for my friends, obviously, but I'm not like, why get on the phone? First of all, you've got your phone. You're like breathing into it. It's on your ear. No, people are gross.
2: The worst though. And I just thought of this. You'll be somewhere. And somebody will be like, Hey, Steve, come over here and i'm like no man you want to meet me walk your ass over to me <laughs> yeah. man don't call me over like i'm a dog right Just no it's like come
0: over here no i almost feel like i'm a show pony so like when <laughs> sometimes it's like i'm a i'm a um what do you call it it's like when somebody brings me to a party i'm like the
2: yeah Look who's here. Like yeah,
0: like the entertainment or something. It's almost Trotting like I'm an accessory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, see, I, I told you I knew her or something. And, you know, it, it it, gets, it's, you know, I'm blessed to have been able to work and in this industry, but sometimes you just do feel kind of like you're um, a party favor. Like, oh, look at who's here. It's that crazy yeah. bitch. And, and like, the
2: other thing is that people feel like, like with me, they feel like, Well, you know, I don't watch your show. I And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, who cares? You don't watch my show. I don't do it for you. So (laughs) like, what do you do for, like, oh, you're a school teacher? Well, I think school teacher unions are corrupt. How do you like that? Like, I would never think to, like, criticize somebody's job, like, just because you're a, a celebrity or somebody that's, you know, known in the public eye that you can feel like you can say whatever you want.
0: Like, uh, it's just, it's, it's actually fucking backwards. It's so fucked up. Everyone just goes after you, your looks, your, this, your anything. It's just, I would have just said, you know how many millions of viewers I get? Do you think I really get fuck about you? Right.
2: Right. One. I care about one person. I don't care. (laughs) The other 2 million people that watch, mm, I'll take that, you know?
0: No, I mean, people, I mean, there are the good ones and there's so many lovely ones. It's just the haters really, they, they really like to go after you. Do you get a lot of hate? Are you on social media? You know, I was
2: just going to say, like, I live in a very small town in Connecticut that's very wealthy. So, not, so before COVID, you know, we'd go to the club or we'd go to like people's houses for cocktail parties. And it's the wealthy, educated people that say that to me. When I'm out in public with just regular people, I never, honestly, I swear to God, never get a negative comment. I've never been harassed in public. I've never had somebody get too goofy with me. People are like just really nice. Hey, Steve, we love the show. We love the show. We love you. Keep doing what you're doing. But it's people that think that they're better than everybody else that will say something to me. they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't watch your show. And I'm like. I don't give a fuck that you don't watch my show. I don't give a fuck about you, period. Like, who cares, man?
0: No, it's true. And I feel like when you meet, like, I've had haters and they'll go to like, like, I do these, uh, well, I used to, we would go and we would just meet and greets, right? And a, a few housewives and the haters were like, oh, my God, I love to hate you. But in person, they're so sweet. I think it's really easy to hate when people are behind their screens or they think, they're better than you, like my sister. I love her. But I asked her to be on the show with me a couple of times, a couple of different shows, and she's like, I don't do trash TV. And I was like, okay, well, thanks for talking shit about what I do for a living. Yeah. Um well. You she's know, an accountant, that,
2: so that, that was on Springer all the time. You know, what trailer park did you find these people from? And but what trash? And I'm like, okay, first of all, these people are just like you and me, you know. I know, like, listen, man, I'm trash. Like, I grew Probably. up in Chicago with, with nothing. Like, my whole life, everything was hard. I joined the Marine Corps, spent six years in the Marines. I was a police officer. Like, people spit on me, hit me, try to stab me, shoot at me. Like, you know, all this stuff. Like, nobody ever handed me anything, even with the Springer show. Like, nobody said, let's give this guy a show. We think he's going to be great. No, it fell in my lap because everybody was right in. Oh, we like this guy on the show, so nobody even took it like. Oh, we have something here. Always said, well, man, let's see what he can do, man. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. You know.
0: I think because but, people see you on TV, they just assume that you've had a perfect life. Like all the ladies that I work, I worked with, they pretty much were born with like silver spoons in their mouth. And me, I grew up in the in the hood. Like I was selling drugs at my high school, <laughs> just pot. <thought, laughs> Only pot. So my dad grew it. So I had to, I had to sell it. We were not allowed to have anyone in our backyard ever when we were kids, ever, because of our stupid pot plants. Um, but no, but like people look at me and they just think that, you know, I must live this glamorous life. I, I pick up my dog shit. I take care of two teenagers. I'm, you know, I work. I pay the bills. I do everything. I'm a one woman show and people, I think that they think. I think I'm fancy. I'm not. I'm the least fancy, but I do like good wine. Also. But I don't always buy good wine because sometimes I just want to drink.
2: Well, you know, it's it's funny because I think if you look at most successful people, whether it's entertainment, whether it's sports, whether it's politics, most people don't realize the man hours and the dedication and the preparation and all the things that go into getting to that point um, you know, and even me, I was probably, you know, when I was very naive about the world, you know, because I, when I was like in the Marines or cop, I wasn't exposed to celebrities or even wealthy people. I I dealt with people that didn't make a lot of money and things like that. And then you'd run across somebody like a number. We were in a bar in South Carolina, and Tom Berenger was in there, and you know, I'm thinking, oh man, that guy's life must be great. He's a big movie star. It was when Platoon came out, and but, you know, the guy probably worked his ass and went on a million auditions that he didn't get. And, you know, so people don't see that end of it. They just see the end result where, you know, you're well known and you live in a nice house and you drive a nice car and you go on nice vacations. And they're like, oh, he's lucky. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not lucky, <laughs> man. I, I, I bust my ass, you know.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I'm this has been so good talking to you. We are going we've gone over my producers like texting me. But um, I could talk to you for hours. I really feel like we're friends. It? I'm like, "Oh, no. good." And oh. I'm really excited for you and your show and for your wife.
1: Thank Congratulations
0: you. to her and you know, she'll be cancer free. I've always a big believer and you say it out loud, put it out into the world and it'll be okay.
2: Well, um, I hope so, and, and you know, really, I just, you know, uh, prayers out to you and your friend. And I hope that uh, he'd beat the odds.
0: He will. I know it. Yeah. Well, it was so nice talking to you and catching up with you. I really <laughs> hope that one day I can come at least watch the show and be in the audience. And I, then I, I, I could be like your secret spy. Oh, that could be fun. I'm going to write, gonna write a, something uh, down. <laughs>
2: I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to have you co host the show, I'm going to have you host the show and I
0: have to you take a day off. And I can oh, Nice. For- I'll do <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babe. So good talking to you. All right, Brian, Have a good one. Care. Bye, See honey. Soon. Bye. Ryan, I think still, Steve Wilkos is a genius, great guy. I could talk to him for hours. Really, just like, you know, he's real. You don't want to fuck with that motherfucker.
1: Don't. How many more no. seasons do you think he's got in him?
0: Seventy four.
1: Oh man, that's yeah. like the longest running show ever. Then,
0: but and I also <laughs> just want to wish his wife, like you know, obviously happy, healthy, twenty twenty one. Um, we're focusing <sighs> on getting everyone better this year.
1: Seriously, yeah, and you know, yeah, the whole guy I can't imagine going through I chemo and all that. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah.
0: I just I can't right now. Can't can't I can't. Yeah. yeah. But luckily, people out there have time to just hate on the way I look and not worry about COVID and cancer. It's
1: because people suck except for the ones that are listening right now. We like you.
0: We like you and we like Steve. We like Steve Wilkos and we like his wife. No, I don't think everyone sucks. That would be a really lame way to live. It's just oh you know gosh. I'd like some it's a really personal thing. Mean. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gonna do a haiku. Ready? Tell me the mood. Yeah, so the mood is,
1: hmm.
0: It's more of like a suck a dick mood. <laughs> suck a dick, cause you're a hick. You don't know no better. Gets people under uh, the weather. I want to do it again.
1: <laughs> I love this. <it. laughs>
0: All right. Well, then we could just leave it. <laughs>
1: okay. That's
0: the show. Choke on it. Choke on it.
1: Choke on it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.